أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته This is Yusuf Azhar It's February 28th, 2023 uh, Today I want to talk to you about my memories of studying Islam While a little kid in, in Davis, growing up in Davis uh, So the credit really goes to my dad uh, Because it started when I was pretty small Probably like even I want to say like three or four years oldish uh, he would write out letters of the Arabic alphabet on a on an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, and they just like uh, tape those kind of things up around the house. So from a very early age, I started getting exposed to Arabic. Uh, he would tell us stories from like Quranic stories and stories from just different Muslims and about the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu things like that. So I, I grew up um, just having a basic sense of. Uh, being a Muslim and, and, and like who we are and what our values are. And, and, and I'm just talking about super basic things like we don't eat pork. We, we believe that God is one. We, you know, don't drink alcohol and those kinds of things. And then later on, he, uh, my father, I mean, he was very instrumental in setting up the Sunday school in Davis for the Muslim kids. Super involved. In fact, I think for at least from the way I remember it, he was one of the main people organizing it. And what would happen is that in Davis, because it's a college town, there are almost always a bunch of Muslim students uh, in the city who were who were religious. You know, they would uh, they would of course gravitate to the Islamic Center. And so, in the early days, the Islamic Center was just like in like an apartment somewhere. And then later on, they they got a house, and then now it's a much bigger place. But wherever it was. Uh, they, um, like I said, my dad would organize um, for the student, for the kids to get together, and uh, he would organize the usually some UC Davis student to teach. Uh, so that went on for many, many years. I remember he would get um, snacks. He would buy these push pop things, which I don't even know if they sell them anymore. They were sort of like I don't even know how to describe it. They were like yogurt kind of things, but you'd push them up through this cardboard kind of cylinder they're a little weird but they, but we liked them they're just full of sugar so they tasted good to us um they would get um ruffles chips or different types of chips usually ruffles i think and then the way they would open up the bag is they would open it up from all any side of the bag you could open up basically without cutting it just like sort of pulling it apart until it was just like this flat piece of whatever it's made of because the ruffle bags are like this they seem like there's some kind of metallic thing in there and then you just have the like the chips just sitting there and you'd have a a self made um tray to serve the chips and it was just like these guys and these um little kids who were students and we would eat we would eat those together after class so it was just kind of this uh ritual that we had and in that process we learned like really basic things um I remember there was a lot of emphasis on uh on arabic um but the funny thing is that my parents you know they they were never formally trained uh, so they, they, whatever they did of Arabic was, and I think it's super common, like almost every Desi family who's not formally trained has the same thing, which is that they pronounce it, they pronounce the letters really not with correct, uh, the Juid, the rules, pronunciation, uh, but whatever it was, we learned it. And then eventually, um, after many, many years of my parents trying and trying and trying with me, I finally got through reading the entire Quran. It was really difficult. I remember it was like, 
I, I mean, and, and unfortunately, I hated doing it um, just because to me, like at that age, even though I understood that I was Muslim, um, I really did not have my own desire to uh, to read the Quran or to have anything to do with Islam. It was just sort of like my family's Muslim, so I'm Muslim. That was part of my identity. But um, I, I'm probably going to talk about this in a later episode in much more detail. But by that point, when I was in, um, I was a little bit bigger in elementary school, I'd become friends with Chris, who I mentioned earlier in other episodes. Um, we got very close. We see each other a lot. And so I was way more interested in just hanging out with him and, and playing with him and, and doing those kinds of things and certainly was not interested in reading the Quran. But what I did struggle with especially as I got um, interacted more with, with Chris and went to school and just lived in, in Davis was my identity because uh, at home, in addition to you know all this training about Arabic and Quran and Islam, my parents were always talking about India because for them, it really was their, their home and they were sort of like they, were, they had left their home to come to America. So I grew up with that. And so I always had this sense in my head of just like, we're Indian and we're going to go back to India one day because my dad would say that to us. And so it was kind of like this... Uh, this tension in me because I'm in my head I'm thinking I'm Indian I'm going to go back to India but yet I'm living in in Davis and very much um, getting uh, infused with American culture so but I'll, t- I'll talk about that in more detail in a uh, episode probably but um, but the main thing I want to share was that uh, my dad did make this effort to try to get us to have this Muslim identity and know some basic things about Islam. And I would say that, you know, he was succeeded to a certain level. But what did not happen, at least with me, was building in me this, this desire for my heart to be Muslim or even understand why I'm Muslim beyond just I come from a Muslim family. That was That's it. That's all I want to share. Thank you very much for listening as always. And assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.